worship was amazing. Transition was amazing. God's just moving, eh? I'm a little bit like, Woo, where are we going, God? Like, Jesus. No, I'm not going to sing. I made a mistake. I sang in high prairie, and that was just, God showed up to make me feel better. But I know. So now you're bringing back all these memories right now. I'm like, but Lord, let's just pray. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you are here in our midst. Lord, I thank you that we get to gather together today. And Lord, we get to experience you. I thank you what you've already done, but I pray that it would continue, Lord God. Release your fire in this place. Release your anointing, Lord God. We just engage you right now. Lord, we thank you that you are the spirit of breakthrough, Jesus. Lord, that you paid everything on that cross. And you came out with resurrection power and you handed us the keys. So we declare right now, just breakthrough in the room. We welcome heaven just to come right now, establish itself even more here, Lord. As we just dwell on you, Jesus. Let's just think of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, lover of my soul. Jesus, let us never let him go. Come on, it takes one touch. I love what, where Ike was going. It takes one touch. I know we're a little bit of crazy charismania, but, but the thing is, is, I'll tell you a little, it was, I love what he said over here. Ike didn't even know what he was, well, he was doing what God told him to do, but he kept on saying, breathe in. Breathe in, and I tell you a story, because of my good old upbringing, that kind of stuff really weirded me out for a long time. What do you mean, breathe in heaven? Breathe in what? I'll tell you a cool thing. I love how God teaches us. So years ago, and who knows who uh, Bobby Connor is? He's a prophet in the States, right? He was praying for a few of us, about six of us, and he started with me, he's prayed, and then as soon as he moved aside, I was just standing there just receiving it, and the Lord says, breathe it in. And I'm like, what? He's like, breathe it in. I'm like, God, come on, is this, is this you or not? He goes about five through, and this is going on for a few minutes. He gets over here, and he goes, hmm, and he stops. He comes over back to me, he goes, hey, hey. And I'm just in my place, I'm like, yeah? He's like, breathe it in. Breathe it in. God says, let it breathe in heaven. I was done after that. But see, but it's real. What I'm trying to say is like the supernatural is real. It's real, and if we have to engage it. Like what Ike said is so important, you don't even really know what just happened. A lot of times what we don't do is go and unpack what God did. This isn't my message, but I just, that's such a truth. You don't really know. You need to, some of us need to just go home and say, what would you do with me in worship today? What happened today, Jesus? Like, because I want to partner with what you were trying to do with me. Because there's a partnership in it. He may give just said, hey, hey, here's something that happened, but now you have to agree with it. Now you have to get up tomorrow and declare it. You have to decide to say, is it true or not true? Whew. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to jump into something that's not my message either, but it's a word. I just felt so strong this week because I want to encourage you. We're in November. Who says 2019 is just flying? I don't know. The older I get, time flies. I don't know. But this week when I was just waiting on the Lord, even for this service, I just heard him speak so much to me about finishing well. I actually felt very strongly that we, there was, like, we all know, right, there's a, God always has, there's seasons, there's times, and, and, and God's always willing to receive us. He who seeks will find. We're always there. But there's something sometimes just special when we declare something. I, don't, I just, we've taught on this before, but there's something about, I just felt like he said, if you guys are willing right now to press in, to grab a hold of things 
that, that God spoke to you that were going to happen in 2019 that may not even have happened yet. And in your mind, you're like, I can never make it happen because there's not enough time. I actually felt the Lord says he was going to accelerate. If you chose to believe today that you still have time that he'll catapult you into 2020. But you have to choose to say, you know what? I might have procrastinated this long, but I'm going to choose to take a stand today. I'm going to step into my promise today. And there's probably some things you have to do in the natural. Yeah, like you might actually have to do something. But if you step into a belief, I actually felt very strongly there was a word the Lord was going to catapult us and accelerate, and it was going to be finishing well. <laughs> Thank you, Ike. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Just kidding. I love the Lord. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk today about embracing the fire of God. Embracing the fire. But I'm going to talk to you a little different than that's even easy for me because I love preaching on the fire, preaching the Holy Spirit, the baptism of fire. But he says, Kevin, there's a different fire. It's the same fire, but it's a different way to receive it. Because there's something Brent's been teaching out of, of uh, math, um, John 17, this oneness, this becoming one, the unity of God, right? And if you're getting to the point he's trying to get at, it is the fact that he's saying, you got to get right with God before you can go do all this rest. you got to get unity with him and God. That's what Jesus was. He had unity with the Lord, with his Father, and that's why he could demonstrate what he has happening. But so often, we jump that step, especially with the fire of God, because we love getting touched with the presence, we lo- and it's good. We love getting the tinglies. We love the prayer line, we lo- which is all good. Don't get me wrong. But there's something in embracing the fire that changes you. There's something about getting into the fire, and I'll get the old scripture in here in a second. The fire that actually grabs you, that changes you, that people when you, that know you personally when you go home, that when, that the fire that actually allows you, as your spouse will say, there's something different about you. That's the fire I want to talk about today. The fire that changes you and releases a hunger that you actually change. Not the, 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 it's great. I don't know if you know the words dunamis and exousis. I always say it wrong. Exousius, power. Those are, it's amazing. The, it's all in the scripture. I could, it's actually, if I ever had enough time, I was going to go there a bit. But it, that's the power. That's the, that's the supernatural power that comes forth. Exousius is the authority to release that power. But quite often we can, and I'll, I'll, I'm preaching at, the, at myself here. So often we can do that out of gifting. Because God loves, because he's given us the keys. But there's a difference of when it comes from the, the deepness of the changing. Because we have to go, like, we have to be doing something that at home it looks like we're on fire too. It has to. Your family has to know you're on fire. And it's, they, because honestly, and we hear about it. I'm not calling anybody out. Don't worry. We're not, we're not here calling. I'm, this is a word of encouragement. But... But too often we hear that. It's like, well, so when, like, I'm having trouble because this person is doing this, but I'll tell you at home it's not good. We got to change that. We got to shift that. We have to. It has, there has to be because the world sees it. They see you in your workplace. We're not supposed to look like them. So how do we change that? It's the fire of God that comes. Okay, I'm going to jump in here. Ooh, it's the fire of his holiness, and all it takes is your yes. 
God is always looking for those that will embrace the fire. It says in Hebrews eleven twenty nine that God is a devouring fire. New King James Version says he is a consuming fire. But we don't need to be scared of his fire. His fire changes us for the good. So often, I saw years ago, I went into an encounter, and literally I watched, and, and I've, I think I've shared this before, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I watched them in the fire, and, and, and I'm like, I didn't know what God was trying to show me, and I watched them, and I watched till they were all, all the stuff that was holding them, bounding them was burnt off, and they were free. They were still in the fire, though. But it wasn't hurting them. And I said, Lord, what are you showing me? He's like, do you not notice only what was burned? Because I was there in the fire. When I bring my fire, only the things that are not worth having go away anyways. It says in Revelation, his eyes are like fire. But you know what? Those are eyes of burning love. Those are eyes of come and join me. It's not, an, it's, not a, it's not eyes going, be fearful. Yes, God is God. So there is a holy fear to the Lord. Let's not throw that away. But when you actually get to know him, he's a good, good father that just says, come. And if we actually come with the right heart and after, actually after saying, I want to be changed, yeah, it might hurt a little bit, some of the stuff that burns off, but it's for the good. It's for the good. And you will change. And it's a process. Oh, I love talking about process. Because if you allow him to bring you the process, your life will change. And the fire will change you. Deuteronomy 4.24 says, For the Lord your God is a consumer fire, a jealous God. He wants to bring us deeper. He wants to. We love, we love releasing the, 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 the Revelations 4, 1 to 5. I'm just going to read it because I love it. It's the suddenly after I wrote down these messages, I saw heavenly portals open before me. And the same trumpet voice I heard speaking with me at the beginning broke the silence and said, Ascend into the realm. I want to reveal to you what must happen after this. Instantly I was taken to the spirit realm. And behold, I saw a heavenly throne set in place and somebody seated on it. His, his, his appearance sparking like crystal. Who wants these encounters? Come on, where's your hands? Come on, we're a, we're a fired up church. You do know that this is all open to us too, right? No, no. Do you, everything in the word is open to us too. It says that he's not a respecter of persons. No, no. We, we need to expect to receive heaven. We need to expect that. Hmm. Like a, glowing like a something gemstone. Surrounding the throne was a circle of green light, like an emerald rainbow. Encircling the great throne was 24 thrones, with others a glistening white garment seated upon them, each wearing a golden crown of victory. And pulsing from the throne was a blinding flashes of lightning, crashes of thunder and voices, and burning before the throne were seven lampstands, uh, uh, torches, which represented seven spirits of God. I'll tell you something, because I was, I've seen this. If you don't understand and haven't been going through the fire, the true fire of God, that actually creates history with God, that actually has intimacy with God, if you, those, those encounters get messy. No, they get messy. What do you mean to get messy? We start going after the encounter instead of after him. But when you get to know his fire, his burning fire of passion, you no longer having encounters just to, just to go, ooh, I had an encounter. Guess what, Jeremy? I had this encounter. No, you got this encounter because when you burn, people feel it. When you burn and you're so excited about Jesus, it gets effective. It affects people around you. That's what you want. Not, yes, he wants you to have fun. Yes, he wants to give you the tickles. It's wonderful. But what's going to change? 
What's going to change if, you, if it's just another touch? Ooh, the Lord said, well, it can change you. One touch can change you. One touch can change you. It's, do you guys know who Dale, uh, let's go here. Dwight L. Moody. Do you know that evangelist, old evangelist, Moody? I'm going to read a quote from him. Someone asked a minister if they had received a second blessing since he was converted. He's talking about the fire. He's talking about anointing. What do you mean, was this reply? I've received 10,000 since the first. A great many think because they've been filled once, they are going to be full for all time after. But oh my friends, we are leaky vessels and have to be kept right underneath the fountain all the time in order to keep full. He says, I believe this is the biggest the mistake a great many of us are making. We're trying to do God's work with the grace that was given us 10 years ago. We say, if it is necessary, we'll go on with the same grace. Now, what we want to, is a fresh supply, a fresh anointing, a fresh power. If we seek it and seek it with all our hearts, we will obtain it. We can't live off of yesterday's manna. We can't. Do you ever notice that when you first got saved or first got touched, it was like, man, you were powerful, you are moving, you get people saved and all this stuff, and all of a sudden it gets a little harder for some reason? I asked the Lord that one many times, and I felt he told me, he said, Kevin, it's because now, at the beginning, it's like you just got to know me, and there was this grace just because I want you excited like a kid, but then I woo you. Then, then let's go to relationship. Like, isn't it interesting to me, we always say, oh, it's, you got to get a lot of young believers around because they just fire you up. Man, it's got to change. No, for real. We got to show these young believers that they can make it. We got to break off this lie that says, hey, you're fired up now, but wait till 20 years from now. Wait till, oh man, I heard it all. But you know what happens when you live another 10 years on fire? They don't say it anymore. They just say you're crazy. No, but for real. Why are they saying you're crazy? Because deep inside they want it too. Come on, have you ever, I, all of us have had lower times. At the end of the day, you really want more. Because once you touch the real thing, when you actually experience the, the touch of Jesus, the real thing, you have to have more. Like, I am hungry for more. Ike and I have been talking about this a lot. We have to get to a place where when people meet me, they're meeting Jesus. Too many, I'm talking about each one of us. You got to get to the place where the fire has affected you so much you start looking like him. Like, come on. They always say, you know, they say that when you get a, animals, quite often they say dogs, the owner starts, they, the, look, the owner and the dog start looking like each other. Have you ever heard that? That's what it's supposed to look like you and Jesus. We're supposed to, that is John 17. We're supposed to start looking like him. Oh, that's prideful. No, it isn't. That's exactly what he made you to do. He wants you to look like you, but look like him. All in the same thing. He wants to co-labor. And we have to know that there's more. We can't get satisfied of saying, like he just said, oh, I had it before. No, no, no. I had it before, and you don't know how many people mock me for it. Who cares? Do it again. Get excited. My testimony, I, had to, I grew up in a great Christian family, and so but I didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit at all. So I'm like 19, about 20. 
I forget what, 1920. And literally, I just had been at this meeting, and we got baptized in the Holy Spirit. There was a whole thing around it, and I was so excited. It was crazy. It was awesome. It was like, I was high. Like, literally, I went, yeah, I won't get, I don't get into my testament too much, but I literally went to my, where I worked on the farm, and I lined everyone up and did the same thing there for them. But I honestly had no teaching at all. So I thought this was a one-time deal. No, for real, one time. And I just couldn't, I was like, God, my, this is amazing. That was incredible. And I literally, like he's saying, I would have lived my rest of life thinking that. And I was in my friend's Andy's backyard, his parents' house. And I remember having, it just, God set me up. So the next night, we're, that night, we're now the next day after that, we're doing a Bible study back there. And there was a couple holy rollers that were, actually it was funny because we were all young adults, but there were a couple older people in the group, which just don't even know why they were there other than they were just hungry for Jesus. I think God sent them, that's why. And at the end, I'm like, I couldn't help it anymore because I'm with all these men. And I'm like, guess what happened last night? If you know me, I'm excited. I'm like, guess what happened? I got the fire. The, the, the Holy Spirit came and this happened. And I felt I'm speaking. I couldn't. Man, no one had to tell me to speak in tongues. I couldn't speak in English. So, so I'm like, tell them all this. And I'm like, whoa, it's incredible. And they're like, well, do you want it again, Kevin? I'm like, what do you mean? I had no idea. They're like, do you want it again? Oh, my word. That just was like, that's our whole, that's all we did for nights and 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 nights. You should ask, it was so funny because uh, my friend's mom, she's amazing, she loves Jesus, but they come, they were okay with it, but they didn't know what to do with us. Because literally we were just hours on the grass just vibrating and whatever, weird things, right? And so she literally just wanted to feed us afterwards. Good old Mennonite, right? She's like, Kevin, you need food, you need food. You look like you need food, you've been burning energy or something. Oh, it was funny. But we have to. We, I, I want to live like that, always hungry for some more. You guys, I don't care if you've been saved 30, 30 years. Come up for more for prayer after church. Come up. Why? Why? Oh, well, people are going to think something's wrong with me. Who cares? Who cares? If there is something wrong, let's fix it and move forward. Let the fire of God touch you. We got to get to... Oh, I'm really short on time. Um... <laughs> Don't worry, I'm on page 2 of 29. <laughs> Just looking. It's good. We're not good. Don't worry, we won't keep you, because we'll finish another time. I just feel like I don't want to miss this. It kind of has jumped into it, but the Lord spoke to me while I was thinking. You guys know the story, story of Samuel? This is a little sobering, but I just felt the Lord so strongly is that we have to make sure we know the voice of the Lord. Hmm, I'm going to read it just because I have... Uh, Chapter 3, uh, first, 1 Samuel chapter 3. Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread re revelation. And it came to pass at the time, while Eli was lying down in his place, when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was, while Samuel was lying down, the Lord called Samuel. And he answered, Here I am! So he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you have called me. How many times? How many times have we, we've heard and we just run off to the, oh, that's the TV calling me. Ooh. Whoa, shouldn't have said that one. Um, got quiet. Oh, boy. So he ran to Eli, here I called me. And he said, I, I did not call. Lie down again. And he went and laid down again. And the Lord called again, Samuel. So Samuel rose and went to Eli. Then he said, here I am. Before you've called me, he answered. I didn't call you my son. Lie down again. Isn't it interesting? Even the, the priest didn't know what was going on at this time. 
Because everyone is only accountable to themselves, really. Right? We're only accountable. Just remember, if God's calling you, you're not going to get to heaven and say, well, I missed it, but that's, that, was, that was Pastor John's fault. He didn't come and tell me. No! Sp- oh, I'm going to kill some cows, sacred cows here. But that's too much in, this, in, the, in the charismatic Pentecostal church. It's like, well, if the prophet doesn't tell me, it might be, it's, I didn't know. No, you knew because God's been telling you since you were 10 years old. Do you know, if, God, if there's a dream in your heart, I'll tell you right now, if there's a dream in your heart that you can't do without God, it's probably God. Get some, maybe talk to him, but it's probably God. You do not need a prophet to tell you that. Hey, I'm the guy that literally, I'm telling you, preaching myself, I was the guy that said I needed five prophets to tell me who my wife was. And I was around the ones that could. And guess what? She was praying. Don't let every prophet tell him anything, because it has to be him to know. <sighs> totally true. Trust me, people that ask Ivan, he was so confused, because he would get everything from me all the time back then. And when I told him, he's like, what? I didn't see that coming to the point where he basically told me it wasn't probably God. Until, and it really confused me because now I was still in that culture going, oh, maybe it wasn't God, even though it took like all this stuff. And, and then the next day he's like, oh yeah, so you're getting married in July, right? Six months from now. I'm like, what? He's like, oh yeah, I don't know why I didn't know, but it is God. I'm like, wow, thank you for the torture for tw- 24 hours. But see that, I said there's torture. Why would there be torture? What are we so worried about? If it's God telling you something and it's not sin, if it's not then you got to stand for what God's speaking to you. Now, counsel, like if Ivan came next day and said, man, we really need to deal with this, we're going to get people to, to talk about it. But you can't live in that realm worried what everyone's going to say, or what they, like, oh, did they see it, or they didn't see it. Did you know we are a culture here that we want to call it the gold? We're constantly trying to call it the gold. We're not looking for your sin. You already know your sin. And if you just love Jesus, it'll be dealt with. Our goal is to point you to get more on fire with Jesus, because if you get more on fire with Jesus, and more after him, and plug yourself into community with others around you to get accountable and actually stay on fire with Jesus, you're going to actually go places, and we're not going to, we're not, we, we are so, the church is in general so worried about what the devil's doing, but I don't find that in Jesus' life. Don't show me. How often did you find in the Gospels Jesus going, hey, guys, disciples, we got a radar, radar, radar. There's a witch in the room. There was a witch. There's somebody. No! Look at Acts chapter 9 or 8, man, the sorcerer. No, they messed him up. Why? Because the disciples learned from Jesus. He's like, my kingdom's here. Don't worry about his. We're so concerned, and we're like, half them are like, is he really saved? Not saved? Is, is that a good or bad? Come on, look at the fruit. Jesus said himself that they can't fight the same kingdom against each other. Oh, I tell people, they're like, well, is that minister good? Is he good for God? I said, hey, he just had a crusade, and a thousand people got saved. How many did you get saved last week? I said, he's going to be accountable before God. I don't know his salvation. That's not my job. But if people are getting saved, let's celebrate that. I'm not, we're not each other's, yeah, God's good. So, Samuel, verse 8, I guess. And the Lord called Samuel again a third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, here I am, for you, for you did call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Come on. We see it now. 
So he arose and went to Eli. Oh, um, therefore Eli said to him, Go lie down, and it shall be if he calls you that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and to lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called as the other times. Come on. That's, I just felt the Lord said, Don't be so worried that you missed it. He's going to keep on coming. What does he say again? The Lord came and stood and called as at other times. When you awaken, you're awake. Come on. Sorry, that, that, that's a quote from something. It's awesome. Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel says, speak for your servant listens. That's the posture we got to get. Not, oh, we have to care. Lord, do you know that I need this, 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 this? No, I'm here, Lord. My life is yours. What do you want? You know what how often he does? He sits with you and says, hey, what do you want? What do you want to do? He loves asking that question. What do you want to do? It's so funny. How many times, Sharon, we're in before service, we pray, Brent prays, and he's like, okay, Lord, take the service. And the Lord's like, no, you guys take it. What do you guys want from me? That's the walk with the king. That's the walk with Jesus. He actually is in relationship with us, and he actually is going, hey, what do you want to do? No, it's, it's the hardest thing, to be honestly, for me, is when we're trying to even do transition and stuff, because when we're doing that, it's like, what do you want to do? Where, where's God? What's God doing in the room? Well, he's doing like 20 different things. So we're going, okay, Lord, trying to, we're trying to tune in here, and he'll give us pointers and stuff, but what is the Bible? Like, he heals the sick all the time. There's miracles always going on. He wants salvations all the time. He wants to break through all the time. Pick one. Pick one. He wants to move. He wants to declare that you have a choice. Oh, man. During the service, I do want to grab this. I'm going to we'll get back to Samuel. Just because I saw it again. I'm not gonna, I was going to get you guys to stand up for those who it is, but we'll just go real fast here. I want to share. During the service, I looked around. And I saw people putting up a white flag. They were at their end. They're like, forget it, white flag. Uh, you guys love Jesus. It's nothing about loving, trusting, or anything. It's literally like, I'm here worshiping you, Jesus, but my white flag's up. I don't know how much. I, I just don't. Right? And it was interesting what happened. Well, before I actually share what happened, is I had two dreams this week, which I just want to share this this week, because two twi- times, I'm not going to but both dreams happened in a way that literally, in the dream, it shifted, and there was literally a demonic power that was trying to take me out. So in the dream, I'm like, this, it's kind of gross, but I was just trying to destroy this thing. And I'm trying to do it. And I'm doing it, and it's getting like intense. I don't know if you got, my dreams are very real. So in this point, I'm like getting, be honestly getting nervous because it's, this thing should be dead by now. Like for real, it's like this thing, I can't overpower this thing. And also, and finally the point, I just wake myself up. I'm like, this isn't working. And he says, Kevin, go back, invite me. And as soon as I went, boom, back and say, been lightning, bam, smoked the thing like it was, and it ran off. No, that's all it takes. Ask Donna. It's pretty real. Last night, I, I guess, I don't know what I don't do, but I guess I was swinging at it even in the, in the room. I was kicking it, but it had to. And the, the word, the key word was the Lord said. I said, Lord, why are you keeping giving me these dreams? He says, because you've got to tell the people to invite me into the situation. He is the overcomer. He makes us the overcomer. He already came so he can, we can over, overcome. So you know what was cool? Those are the white flags right now. I can tell you the blood of Jesus came over those flags. They started turning red. They started turning red. 
And as you worshiped, they were getting redder and redder because the blood of the Lord was bringing your breakthrough. So I want to declare for those in this room that feel like you have a white flag and you're walking around going, I don't know how much more I can take. The, the blood of Jesus, Jesus is coming into the situation today. He is walking in and taking over. If you allow him to, but again, it's your choice. I, I'm telling you, there's people that know when I was saying that. You, I saw it on your, certain people, you know that you were holding it. Now, now you have to believe and see that red. Take that. He didn't just show that for no reason. He didn't give me those. Trust me, I don't like those kind of dreams. He gave me because there's a God of breakthrough. And he's happy and he's excited and he knows where we're going. And this house is going to great things. This house is going to great things. It's amazing. There is such a stir. Oh, man. There's a stir. I get to hear it, you guys, from all, all over the place. People are talking about it. We're not doing it. We're not going out. Like, Brent's at a church in Mexico, one of our churches, which is like, how much, like five, to maybe six or seven times bigger than our church. Just that one, let alone another 60-something we have now. So don't look around and think that, oh, well, what are you talking about? You guys are doing? No, there is, we're changing the world. We're changing the world. God is, God is using us, and this place is going to erupt. Why? Because we're standing on truth, on integrity. But we want, we want, you know what's so cool about our church? Is that we love community. We love relationship, which God's all about, but we also love the presence. We love the miracles. We love the anointing. We love it all. We want everything that heaven has. And then we're sandwiching them together. And it's too powerful that the devil's mad. And I love it when the devil's mad. No, I love it. Ask my wife. I, got, I told this morning, I had a dream. It's going to be good this morning. No, for real. When he's mad, I get excited. I don't say it as much anymore, but man, I used to be really zealous. So I'd be like, come on, put me on the most wanted list in hell. I want to be on the one. You know what? Ooh, that's scary. No, it's not. Because the blood covered me too. God's like, whoa, send him more angels. No, just kidding. He's not worried. Oh, my goodness. Holy Jesus. So I'm going to paraphrase. So Samuel hears from the Lord and gets a word, right? He gets a word. And then he goes to Eli, and he's like, I don't give Eli the word. I'm not giving the word. It's not a good word. But what was the word? It was that God was about to clean the house. He was bringing a cleaning. But you know what was cool about Eli? He says, tell me anyways. But that's the choice right now, is that either you can choose to have an encounter and hear the word, and it may not be the easy word to give, like, I would love this morning to rather just go, let's get to talk about the Holy Spirit and just baptism and Acts chapter 2 and let's talk about... No, but we have to also talk about the stuff. We've got to talk about the Word that says we've got to clean our own house. He wants your heart changed. He wants you personally to have revival. And it's happening, guys. I'm encouraging you guys. It's not a bad thing. It's so awesome what God is doing here. I have a lot more, but I don't have any time. So I'm just going to get us to stand. Oh, man, I got to, see, I'm really, Rod, I got to give some words that I had, though. Rod, I just want to encourage you. I actually saw that God was just bringing you to a whole new, to a realm of faith. And you were stepping out, and it was like, I actually saw, like, you had this backpack full of all this, this good stuff. But I actually saw him, and you were walking, and I saw the Lord took it, and he took it on you looking, and you're like, I eh, don't need that one anymore, don't need that anymore, don't need that anymore, I don't need that anymore, because I'm just going after you, Jesus. 
And it's like there's this a favor coming over you that's even increased and a grace coming over you. And it's like this fire. And it's like you're, you're stepping, like people are going to say, this is a new man. Your wife's going to be like, what? What? There's a shift. You're, you're shifting on mind, your whole mind. It's a whole mind. And it's out of freedom. There's so much freedom. I actually saw freedom to soar over you right now. You're called to soar and be freedom. Come on. In Jesus' name. Oh, God's good, right? Oh, man. Yeah, just let's worship. Let's just see. fire come, God. Let your fire come. Let your fire come, God. Your fire that changes us, God. The fire that burns within us, God. That we wake up in the night and say, oh, Lord, I feel your presence, God. I feel your presence. Lord, we ask, Lord, that those who have not fully experienced your presence, I pray they would encounter you in a tangible way today or tonight. Be brave. Say, God, I want to experience some crazy stuff. He loves to breathe upon his people. He loves to release his fire. He loves it when you say, I'm the altar. I'm the sacrifice. Come. Come, Jesus. Come and release your fire upon me. Give me a clean heart, oh God. A renew a right spirit within me. Not in your brother or sister. Renew it in me today, God. Oh, Jesus. It's time not to look to the left or the right. Look at your own heart. You're the world changer the world's looking for. I had a good word. He says, no, no, no. You're here for the city. You're here for this moment. You are here for such a time as this. You realize that you're not, this isn't just a life to make it through. You're called to make a difference. I don't care if you're 99 or if you're 5. You're called to make a difference. I got a 7-year-old running around asking people about Jesus. Come on. Don't let him outdo you. Come on. Put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. I've told my kids. I said, hey, if you see anyone that's in a wheelchair, anything of sickness, if you want us to pray, let's pray. What happened today? We were BPs with Jeremy. Judah goes, hey, you have something on your She goes, mom. He goes, mom, can you, that, that person has a wrist issue. There's something on her wrist because she had a, she had a cast. So we stopped in the middle of BPs and prayed. She loved it. It's that simple. Did we see the miracle right away? No. But she felt love of Jesus. She got to experience love all around her. So Lord, release your fire, God. Release your fire. Release your fire. Lisa, there's hope coming. There's hope here, not just coming. I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. I see light all around you. The light of the Lord is just coming. It's just transformation. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I don't know what this read into whatever you, you asked the Lord, but I actually saw it was like, it was like Wizard of Oz and he's like, click your click your uh, your feet and you're going to go back home. You're going back to Kansas. It's just a breakthrough. There's a shift. I declare that over you right now. A shift. A shift and aligning right now. I just see strength coming into you. I, I, yeah, that virtue of the Lord coming over you right now in Jesus' name. An infusion right now. 
and a fusion, Lord God. And I, and I just keep on hearing screaming out, dream, dream, dream big. I'm calling you to dream big, my daughter. I call you to dream big. Dream big and believe big. Mm, yes, come on. Because there's people that need your dreams to come true. The kingdom of God needs your dreams to come through. Yes, man. Oh, man. Do the Samuel. This guy, I don't know what your name is. But I just see Samuel all over you. You're called to be one that hears the voice of the Lord. What's his name? No way! No way! Jesus. Are you serious? Oh, that's awesome. Not up through me. But anyways, dude, you're called to be a Samuel for sure. Uh, but... That's good. No, no, there is. Dude, there's fire all. Sorry. Just... It's interesting when somebody has the name Samuel written over their chest. It could happen more. Give me more, Lord. I like that stuff. But, sorry, I'm getting totally lost. And G- <laughs> Lord, just stretch your hands on this guy. World champion. Come on. Come on, Lord. Like Samuel in the Bible says that not one of his words dropped to the ground. Lord God, let him change. Well, thank you that he does change the atmosphere where he goes. I see the burning in him. He's a burning one. A burning one, Lord. Increase it right now. Increase it, Lord. The evangelistic, Lord, with the prophetic unction. Lord, let that prophetic unction start functioning in a different way, Lord God. A boldness come over him right now. A boldness right now. I just see, yeah, I just thank you, Lord, that he is breaking down religious walls. I see you're called to break religious walls. God's going to use you as somebody's going to mess people up. Christians messed up, but they're going to see that it's real. They're going to see it's real. Lord, let ignite it. Increase it, God, right now. This is fire over him, God, right now. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, you're one to call. I don't know, it's interesting. I see you're taking acts to religion, trees of religion. It's weird. Oh, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just thank him. Lord, thank you for the miracles taking place. Well, thank you that when the fire comes, miracles take place, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the miracles. Oh, yes. Swatsky back there. Yeah, you know who you are. God's just going to mess you up even more. You have more influence, more of his glory, Lord. I just thank you, Lord. Just just wreck him, God. Look, I just keep on hearing the faithful one, the faithful one, the faithful one. He's been faithful. And you will see the glory of the Lord in the land of the living. He's promised you that. You see the glory of the Lord in the land of the living. Lord, let him just receive your rest in the insurance. He's going to see the glory. This man's, I, don't, I just know this in the spirit right now and he can confirm it. He has prayed and sought out revival in this region. He is hungry to see it, but he's not just hungry to see it in the charismatic pentecost. You want to see it across the board in the churches. Because that's what you're going to do. You're just going to, you know what, Lord God, I just thank you, Lord, that you're his rear guard right now. In Jesus' name, I just thank you, Lord, right now, just that grace and then strengthen him once again. And Lord God, just to just remind you, you're called like a David, so don't don't wear Saul's. Don't, people try to put Saul's armor on you all the time. They're trying to make you look like something else. But you've learned in the secret place. You come up with your, your sling. You, you fought the lion and the bear. And Lord, I pray, Lord, you called as a king. As a king, Lord Jesus, think of that kingly authority right now. In Jesus' name, come on. We're going to do a fire tunnel. Come on. So you're going to line up. 
If you don't know what a fire tunnel is, it's just a prayer line. We go fast through it. Let's believe for an expectation of God and his fire to come. And again, go home and get more fire. I want My prayer is that next week there's going to be more fire in the room because you're on fire. Have you ever heard that saying, let yourself on fire and the world will come to see you burn? We need to live that. We need to live that. So Lord God, I just pray again. I just keep on feeling this. Lord, reveal yourself so real to, the, to our, your people today, God. Lord, I pray and I invite leaders to come up and form this line. I need you guys to start forming it. I just pray, God, that even as we will go through this line and, and prayer, Lord, that it's it's not just a bunch of people praying for you, Lord, that we'd actually have an encounter with you. That we'd encounter you, that we'd encounter heaven today, God. Lord, I pray for those who never actually tangibly experienced God's presence, that today they would experience you. That, that we would go change today, Lord. That, that we wouldn't just have had another message, Lord, we'd have an encounter with you. We need an encounter that changes us. So come line up, you guys, and start coming through. Throw some worship, fired up worship music on. You guys are incredible.